time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm the Chandler. Hi, I'm the Knight. Hi, I'm the Friar. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've been playing Bristol 1350, which I got with the winning vouchers from the Game Jam competition. <laughs> So, we have team... What are we calling it? P-double-J? P-J-J. P-J-J. P-J-J Games. Yeah, there's no business this week. So, it falls to the guest to read the game box. I think Jack should. I think Jack should do it. Oh, there isn't any. <laughs> Is there not? Job done. Mm-hmm. Hang on, there's got to be some bump. Overview. There you go. Okay. <clears throat> I just read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Overview. <laughs> <laughs> The dreaded Black Plague has descended upon the town of Bristol. You are racing down the streets in one of the three available apple carts, desperate to escape into the safety of the countryside. If your cart is the first to leave the town and is full of only healthy villagers when you leave, you and your fellow cartmates successfully escape and win the game. However, some villagers on your cart may contract the plague along the way. If they do, they'll do anything to hide their symptoms from you so that you won't leave them behind. If you leave town with a plagued villager on your cart, you will catch the plague and die as well. You must do whatever is necessary to make sure that doesn't happen. Wow. <laughs> Does it say how long? Yes. One to nine players age 14 plus should take about 20 to 40 minutes. I imagine if you were playing with nine players that would take. Definitely. So basically, yes, you have a little person who is on one of these carts that is tearing through the streets of Bristol and you have to be on the first cart to leave the city and not have the plague. So, the first sort of step that you get is your special character, who are just, I guess, citizens of Bristol wanting to escape the plague. And each character has a special power. So I was the Chandler, and I could draw one symptom and keep two of your three. What could you do? I was the knight, and I could... My special action was reorder the pawns on any cart. Why didn't you ever use that? (laughs) Because I had to get in the front cart it wasn't going to make any difference to being in like me ordering you two in the cart in front was not going to do anything to help me no that's true i was the friar and i could change one die to be exactly as you would like it and again you didn't use that if if you were going last then it's probably quite good but that's true and i was only last like once i think at the beginning because i mine was pretty useless I guess, because, okay, so like how symptoms work, you get symptoms and each symptom has like a numerical value. So like buboes is four, a cough is two, headache is one, etc. And if at any time your symptoms count goes over six, then you've got the plague. But like, I don't know, my power, surely that's risky. Drawing a new symptom is more likely to tip me over and give me the plague. So unless I definitely knew I wasn't going to win and just wanted to get the plague on purpose to fuck you two over, I can't see why I would use mine. I'm just wondering, looking at the outlaw one, that's the ghost player, re-roll one die if it matches your cart take an extra action that's beneficial but then also that could screw you over by not being matching your you know not matching your color so actually maybe they gambles rather than yeah special acts of mine work because i was just wondering if there obviously there are some powers that are more useful and better than others like whether that would tip the game because it says like dish out the characters randomly so no one can be like yeah i'm having that one it's the best power yeah maybe it depends as well on the like the status of your person because i was a knight so I get one that doesn't really that can benefit me, doesn't cause me any issues. Whereas you are a I'm a chandler, I just make the candles. So I'm quite a sexy lady though. <laughs> 
seen like a little bit lower ranking, maybe. Rude. Rude. <laughs> maybe it just works like that. I don't know. The out, you know, the outlaw. Don't know. Yeah. Just random, isn't it? <laughs> Thing is, you do it at the expense of being able to do a proper move anyway. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are we having fun yet? So that brings me on to the turn mechanic then. So how it works, there's this set of six dice that we are roll we roll collectively. And they the six dice like have symbols in the three different colours of the matching apple carts. So by the end, once we've all had a go, the carts will move depending on the colours shown on the dice. So you have a choice of four things you can do on your turn. Obviously, you can do your character's special power, which as discussed, none of us used. But you can re-roll two dice. So if I guess, strategy-wise, if you were on the front cart, you would want to get more dice of your colour. If you weren't on the front cart, you'd maybe want to, like, re-roll some dice of the leading cart to fuck them up or whatever. You can move your pawn so you can, like, elbow forward to get to the front of your cart. You can push people off your cart onto the cart behind. You can jump onto the cart in front. It's all like a scramble, isn't it, to get to the front cart yeah. to be the first one off. Or you can draw a remedy card, which are, like, bonuses. They can help you in certain situations. We'll talk about those later, but you only get to choose one of them. So my, my ultimate question, what was your strategy? How did, like, what decided which of those four options you chose at any given time? I got bumped to the to the back cart pretty early doors. So it was just like, right, I need to just get forward or move, move the cart and then start moving forward. I spent a lot of time on the front cart until <laughs> somebody. <laughs> but like within no time, you were like seven spaces ahead of me. So it was like, right, I need to catch up or I need to find a way getting onto your cart so. I feel like you're better off I don't know yeah because everyone if you're on the front cart everyone's going to change, try and change the dice to make that one move the least so you know if one person's ahead and two people are behind you're going to be at a disadvantage because they're going to be trying to get ahead of you but it was quite being able to jump ahead carts no matter how many spaces is quite yeah you can get back in the game quite quickly I think yeah I think for me yeah my main priority was if I wasn't on the front cart get to be yeah, the front, get, the get front. on yeah. the front yeah, and, and be at the front so you can't get. But like my smashed out for some of it, they're quite like for a few goes. My I was I had that empty cart in between us, so there was no point in me moving to that cart because no. I was only gaining a few spaces. It was it just worked out better to try and move the cart I was on forward. Yeah, definitely. Well, my cart's doing pretty well. Let's try it. I'm going to try and get my cart some extra spaces. Fuck off out of my cart. Sorry, Jane. Fuck off oh. my cart. <laughs> Fuck you. All the way to the back one. Yeah. There you go. I've, I've yeeted Jane <laughs> onto the final cart. I would like to elbow my way to the front now, please. In preparation. Let's <laughs> push next turn. Yeah, push. Get pushed. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and there's two rats on that one. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> the elbows are right in there. Right, I'm gonna re-roll two, but not the rats. Oh, I get you guys like, oh, the rats. Okay, so right, once everyone's taken a turn, then you have this mingle phase. So the dice either have apples or rats. And if any cart... Oh, emergency in Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> if any cart has two rats, then all the people on that cart mingle and share their symptoms. So you all put your symptom cards in the middle, plus a random one from the deck. You shuffle them up and you deal the symptoms back again. So you might not have had the plague there, but then you have a little cart party licking each other's faces and... <laughs> making out or whatever and then you might get the plague did but none of us had the plague at the end no no, no we were all plague free 
you were in a the... cart with someone with the plague. Yes. So I, chances are I would have got the plague eventually. But that's quite a nice element in the sense that it's never guaranteed. You know, if you're healthy at the start, you might not be healthy at the end. And they've they've worked it, haven't they, that you cannot possibly start the game with the plague. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then did that affect whether you chose to re-roll dice or not? Because like sometimes I was looking at, okay, that cart's got two rats. I need to re-roll one of those to try and not get a rat so that we don't have a mingle. No, it did affect my choice to not jump onto the cart with the ghost player on. Just move mine because I didn't have to worry about it as long as mine was going forward. If I jumped onto whichever cart it was in front of me, I, you know, the chances of having a mingle then was quite high. So Yeah. Yeah, it's quite, you can avoid it. It's quite easy to avoid it, actually. Avoid the mingles? Yeah. What about you, Jack? Were you affected by rats or apples? There was a couple of mingles, wasn't there? Yeah. Because uh, I wanted to re-roll some dice to try and get the cart further ahead. But ended up, I was just kind of like, oh, we'll just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not get the plague. I think that's the attitude a lot of 1300s Bristol inhabitants would be like, oh, I'll just see what happens. Yeah. Go back. I've got candles to make, dude. I can't. <laughs> I'm just thinking back to 2020 and uh, was, was that like mostly our attitude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Although isn't that funny? Like lockdown, but nowadays everyone's just like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, feeling a bit ill. Not going to do a COVID test. Just whatever. See what happens. It's just a cold. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to share the love. We're gonna mingle now. there as well. Oh, that's alright. We're good friends. Bringing you down with me. After a furious cart makeout session. <laughs> right, me and the ghost are having a makeout sesh in the back cart. <laughs> when no so one can see I'm fine. <laughs> Okay, so after you've mingled and shared your symptoms, then you, you move the cart. And it's a really short track, isn't it? 16 spaces to get out of the city. And there was one round where all six dice were brown. <laughs> and so the brown cart was just permanent. Like, there was no coming back from that. No. I mean, it got caught up, though. You did it slow down, yeah. yeah. Had a couple of slow turns. Yeah. Was it the... Which one is it? The oak one, isn't it? Yeah. The, you know, almost there. Empty, but almost there. <laughs> <laughs> Made it out of the city successfully, but with no people on. <laughs> okay, but then it's just six spaces for the brown car, right? Oh my god, yeah. One, two, three, four, five. We are fucking bombing ahead. So the other feature of these remedy cards, obviously you start with one remedy card and each card has two possible like effects. And I believe, so in the instruction book, there is like a little historical bump. All of these were like actual remedies that people believed in the days could help you. So arsenic and crushed emerald. Some people believed that drinking potions would act as a medicinal cure. One remedy involved plucking a live chicken and applying it to the buboes of a plagued person. Once the chicken got sick, it was washed and then placed back on the patient until either the patient or the chicken recovered. <laughs> oh, God. I reckon a lot of chickens met their end Yeah. There. Actually, I'm just reading the back of the, of the card. It's actually... I thought I from the distance it looked like it was just like fake writing, but actually, no. What does it say stuff? Yeah. Oh, we who have been beset by plague truly perform one of these remedies. Concoct a, por a potion. A and... potion. Concoct a potion, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> and mix arsenic or 
old crushed admirals, administer to sick patient to cure ills, practice the vicary method and pluck a live chicken and apply to the buboes of the plague. Chicken should absorb the plague, wash and replace until patient... Do- it's more... It's more Can it you actually imagine says, doing it? that chicken? Like, what the fuck are you what, doing? What's going on? <laughs> wash and replace until patient or chicken disheal. Using leeches for bloodletting shall remove excess blood from the body to restore health and balance. Balance the four humours of blood, black, bile... Yeah. Say, say, I can't Yellow read. bile. Yellow bile and flare. Pleasant smells should prevent the smell smell off the vile disease. Fill pomandable with flowers and perfumes and wear us around neck. Yeah, these, that's, where, that's where the ring of roses come from, isn't it? Yeah. If thee suspects that thou art being punished for your wickedness, punishing yourself by whip may spare thee from the plague. Like, with <laughs> shit like that, how did humanity survive? How, yeah, how... <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, we had some remedy action. I used... So the whip is like a reactionary one, isn't it? Because it's if someone's trying to push past you, you smack them with the whip and be like, no, fuck off. But the others... Like, that's just a nice touch. It's like a random element that you might be able to... Yeah, I uh, think there must only be that selection, though. Yeah, Yeah, leeches, crushed emeralds, crushed emeralds, pomander. Yeah, it's just that combination, arsic and chicken. Yeah. One of my remedies says, chicken allows you to re-roll your two dice an extra three times. Oh. I'm going to elbow then. I'm going to go in front of you. <laughs> you could, but I'm going to use my whip to prevent someone from uh, elbowing past <laughs> you. <laughs> Back, you fucking peasant. Uh, Wait, my turn over. What are you, friar? Yeah, fuck off. I don't care if you're a holy man. <laughs> holy men should know better than to push their way forward. I'm just going to draw a remedy card. I'm going to use it straight away. Arsenic <laughs> can be discarded to lock two dice. No one's allowed to touch those. Oh, okay. So we're guaranteed two moves. <laughs> going to play my remedy, which is give you one extra movement action. Elbow dash or push. Oh. Okay. So Someone's getting binned next turn. Crushed emeralds give you one extra movement action. <laughs> I'm going to help myself back to the front. I'm going to draw two symptoms and add them to your mingle. To my mingle? <laughs> what the hell? Just... Well, it's nearly potentially finished. Yeah, here, so we can... I might as well. Now, I just found something interesting in the instruction book. Take your game night to the next level with 30 minutes of medieval plague music. The official Bristol 1350 <laughs> soundtrack was custom made by medieval ensemble band Falso Bordone. You can find it on YouTube at Bristol 1350 Soundtrack, which I'm going to edit into the background of the podcast starting now. <laughs> but that's cool. I love it when a game sort of I goes all in. I said that Jack should have created a song yeah. for the soundtrack for, <laughs> for Have you heard of Bardcore? No. No. Bardcore. What? <laughs> it's basically, there's loads of different playlists, but it's like, there's like a really good hip-hop one and it's like loads of like 90s hip-hop songs but in like a medieval style (laughs) it's really good nice (laughs) google (laughs) big fan of 90s hip hop (laughs) times five equals progress the only other thing so you've heard us mention this ghost mode so it says for one to nine players but you have to have at least four pawns on the board so you fill in because there was only three of us we filled in one gap with like a ghost player who just simply rolls one dice each turn and sort of is there to mingle with and stuff if you need and I guess that didn't make it too complicated did it like we didn't ever forget to take the ghost person's turn no 
somehow it felt because i've played this before that felt a lot less complicated this time than last time i think we had there were only two of us playing last time we had two ghosts right so that was just you had to remember for each a one. little bit of a management issue <laughs> yeah okay who would like to hear the bad core version of bad romance yeah okay cool. yes they would do they like change the words to like the and thou and all that no there's no words oh okay You missed the beginning because he was playing to my hearing aids and not to my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Forget that all the time. Your government prescribes one session of fun per day. Well, there you go. Shall we frag? Yes. Jack, start us off with fun out of five. I did think it was quite quite good fun, to be fair. I'm going to give it four. I'm on a five out of five. Because, yeah, no, I, I mean, it, like, I put it down to my game of the year last year. So it's. You did. I did. I remember. I really like it. It's just, it's simple. And they need to be simple for me to, like, really properly enjoy it. And the, it's definitely better with more of you playing it. It's definitely, like, I can imagine with five or six of you, like, everyone just pushing each other in and out of the carts. That's, you know. That's it's there's just loads of potential with it. And I think it, yeah. I went for a four as well. Like I did really enjoy it. I just think it was a bit quick. It is. It could do with it like sort of an expansion. Yeah. Board. Or and something. I think maybe that was because maybe the brown cart had that one round where it moved mm. six spaces. And there's only mm. sixteen spaces on the track. That's like boom, I massive think, jump. Yeah, I think it's something that would definitely if this if this four, five, six of you play in, it's yeah. nice of that many when you look at the game that size, you're like, how oh, can nine people play that? And you're like, actually. But imagine all the fucking carnage of elbow and yeah, exactly. And then then you've got like a really good game on your hands. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. No, that would be cool. Okay, Jane, starts off with replayability. I'm definitely up there on a four, five, four. I'm not allowed points in my. No, no, you are not. I'm gonna say five then. Fuck you! I just wrote four. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna say five. Okay. Yeah, I you know I'm I'm happy to play this again and again and again. It's really simple, and because the different combinations of like even if you could ghost play, it's the different because there's nine cards. Yeah. There's going to be different outcomes every single time you play it. That is true. I'm going to go for a four just because I've already written it. Okay. So thanks for that. I mean, yeah, got got no issues. <laughs> I'd happily non relinquish it. I mean, it's it's quick enough to be able to do that yeah 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 i think yeah i think a four as well i think you could play it quite a few games before you got tired of it i think yeah and especially with well what did it say 20 to 40 minutes obviously maybe if you were playing the full nine people 40 minutes jobby you wouldn't but ours what 15 minutes what yeah yeah like not very yeah, long at all we probably did the 20 minute yeah yeah okay i'll start with aesthetic i am gonna go for a five on that just because <laughs> it's a roll mat it's a good quality it's like a proper medieval like map sort of thing. I wonder if it is historically Bristol accurate. Probably not. <laughs> the river the might river. be right. Can we see any Bristol landmarks? I don't think I'd recognise any. What? Surely like cathedral There's and shit church. must have still been there. Where's like Forbidden Planet? Walls or something. Like that gate, there is like an old gate in Bristol which is kind of like half still standing which is that side of the river. Oh maybe mm. there. And I don't know if that's like Ashton Court estate, maybe. Who knows? Possibly. Let's go for yes, it's a factually accurate map of Bristol. <laughs> yeah. But even just like all the cards, they're done, you know, written out in the old ye oldie language. The symptoms pictures look like those engravings that you find. They've got the illuminated letters at the start of the you know, it's just it is 1350s chic. And the, <laughs> and the box, the box is yes. box, you've got to, yeah, you've got to give a special mention to the box. So 
the box looks like this this book and there's a set of them isn't there there's like five others and they're all like cities with historical sort of most so there's a salem one there's a tortuga piratey one there's oh here they are literally right in front of me deadwood that's cowboys and then they just released or very soon releasing was it las vegas or hollywood it was hollywood I think, yeah it? so the whole set would look amazing yeah on a shelf like proper books yes anyway yeah i give it a five jack yeah five win jane five win just go into the trouble of actually writing all that out on the back of the Remedies card. Yes. <laughs> Jack, back to you for gameplay. Someone's having a car disco outside. I think it's a, I think it's quite a distance. <laughs> so gameplay, yeah, it was pretty straightforward. Quite fun. I guess a four. Jane. I'm gonna go with four because I'm still a bit iffy about having the ghost players. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of spotted me the first time I played it, and this time it was better. But it's still kind of like, oh, I can't remember to do that. Really. Would you rather? Because like some games, if you don't. Have have enough they say like have two characters each yeah would you rather have control two characters yeah. rather than have this ghost yeah because yeah. Be yeah. then you add in the element of danger with the mingling yes and yeah or yeah, yeah, yeah. take a car off maybe or just do something slightly different about it it's just you know and the fact that there's three of us and we still have to have one that's unusual yeah yeah i'm also gonna go for a four i think yeah there was nothing it's really straightforward nothing objection yeah. nothing that we didn't <laughs> get but yeah i think the ghost player just adds a little extra extra complication sort of thing to it. Well, that gives it a total frag of 17.6. That's, That's a high scoring one. That is good. Yeah. Okay. The ultimate question. Jack, Bristol 1350. Is this game a win or a lose? It's a win. Woo. Jane? Definitely a win. Yeah. Also. So <laughs> that makes it 119 to the gamers, 41 to the haters. Wow. There we go. Cool, cool, cool. Well, yeah, I've been Phil. I've been Jane. I've been Jack. And remember, non-relinquim in Arca Perculo. You can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun Pod. You can find us on X at Fun Organised. Thanks for listening. Bye, Ludophiles. Bye. 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 What do I have to do? I feel like I've lost already. You ham-fisted clod. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, where did it go? Have you, Bristol. <laughs> Boobos. Boobos. Now it's time when we stop. Good night. Good night.